1: Welcome.
2: Welcome. To Welcome. You, one and the all.
1: I'm Belinda.
2: And I'm Brayden.
1: <laughs> I didn't mean to do that, <laughs> but it works, you know.
2: It works. We can switch. Yeah.
1: I have a big schlong. <laughs> <laughs> I got some nice titties. <laughs> We just said our two most redeeming qualities.
2: <laughs> this is how we feel about each other. It's the only thing that we like about each other is each other's
1: anatomy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's continue. I've got a... We are continuing. Yeah, I've got a nephew that listens to this show. We don't need him and hearing we about this. And
2: have said hundreds of times it is an 18-plus show. Yeah, you're right.
1: Oscar... So- You've Come had your
2: warning from the fucking get go, mate. <laughs> all right, we can't control kids these days. They're gonna find out stuff, and you know what? So oh, be we it. Oh, we were all watching porn. Come on. Oh
1: my gosh, this is awful. <laughs> Don't to watch a, porn. A roaring rage. start. <laughs> How's um, everyone going out there in the world of the internet? How did anyone
2: else know that there was a preserved shark in Australia just chilling out? in a fucking abandoned wildlife fucking zoo place in Victoria. No one else, no one else in Australia decided to mention that to me.
1: This is all the hype for Belinda at the moment. She's been shook by the fact that there's a preserved shark in an abandoned zoo.
2: I was scrolling through TikTok, as per usual, and this guy was like, here are some things you don't know about the world around you that may creep you out or whatever. And I was like, yeah, sick. I liked the first little video they did. I was like, let's see if he's got more. Because he's like, that's part 21. I was like, let me see the other 20 parts. Because, you know, obsessive. (laughs) And it was like part 15 or something. And he's like, in Australia, there is a shark in formaldehyde in a zoo. And I'm like, what?
1: (sighs) Wait a minute.
2: What? So someone, some fisherman in the 1980s decided to catch, Well, I don't think he decided to catch a shark, he just caught a shark.
1: Oh. And Molly's Molly. entering Molly's entering her bed. Come on, go on. Go
2: on, good girl. Good girl. 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 Good bed.
1: She's inside of a bag. <laughs> good job. Oh, good. Oh. oh my god, that's too cute. God damn, she's gorgeous.
2: Anyway, so this fisherman caught a great white shark, a female great white shark, and killed it because I don't think it was dead when he caught it. And then this zoo in Victoria, oh, they caught the shark off of South Australia coastline. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh which is state, by the way, not just the Southern <laughs> Australia for those who don't know. Um, Yeah. And then there's... Wildlife place in Victoria was like, yeah, cheers. We'll have that. Mm. We'll just chuck in some formaldehyde for like 30 years or some shit. And then the, the place got closed down in 2012 for bad the end of the world. animal practices. Sorry. RSPCA got all the animals. But okay. do you know what they left there? Do you know what they fucking left there in a the tank of formaldehyde?
1: A great a white shark. A fucking
2: great white shark.
1: And someone went there with their camera exploring, urban exploring, and stumbled upon a giant green-ass tank with a fucking floating great white shark in it. And
2: now this place called Crystal Exhibit Garden something or other just has this shark. They bought it. Why not? And just has this... They've cleaned up the tank. Oh, it's so fucking creepy. Have you ever seen a preserved dead shark
1: I have at the, at the museum.
2: In formaldehyde? I
1: think it was in some was kind it? of aldehyde.
2: What fucking museum is this? <laughs> where is everyone going? <laughs> Why don't I know? 23 are all these preserved. sharks at? I had out. a moment in the shower the other night where I was like, I have lived in this country since day one. I was conceived in this country. <laughs> I was born in this country. I know nothing about this country. I know that we love Vegemite and... <laughs> We prefer to keep our fucking oh no no hold on there's we're always having a debate of whether our chocolate and sauces are meant to be in the fridge or the fucking cupboard. By the way, apparently chocolate, f- cupboard, oh. sauces, fridge. No, yes. no, other way around. Other way around. How about
1: we all just it's it's too bloody hot. How, How about I don't... this?
2: Everything in a fridge, and everyone tell me where your preserved animals are.
1: <laughs> I'm is... so confused. <laughs> uh. Well, guess what else had happened, aside from sharks being preserved? You it, just got your get, nails on, done, and this is the on, first time I've seen your nails.
2: Hold on, I'm not even finished. Okay, back they, to the shark. Yeah, they named the shark
1: Rosie. Okay.
2: Thank you. I wasn't finished. I'm just saying, I just want to know a bit more about Australia.
1: Okay. We'll do some research. Very nice nails. Wowzers. Those are very fun.
2: They have clouds and little cherubs. Nice. And on my right hand, on my rude finger, there's a cherub on a cloud that says bitch. <laughs> and on the thumb says shut up.
1: Nice. Those are some shut sassy up, ass nails. <laughs> wow.
2: But not on the other hand. The other hand's like
1: super nice and friendly.
2: Yeah. My left hand's a nice hand. My right hand's all like shut up, bitch. Sure um, much. <laughs> I haven't slept well for the last two days. Okay? So I've had like six sleeping. hours of sleep <laughs> between two days. It's sharp. <laughs> Does it show because 'cause I'm having a mental crisis about a preserved shark. Maybe.
1: Um Between Actually, I tell a the last about the
2: sharks. She didn't even want to listen. <laughs> She's like, Oh, I don't like sharks. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs>
1: It's a big thing for Belinda.
2: I mentioned it to a colleague, they're like, oh yeah, and I'm like, what do you mean, oh yeah? How does everyone like this?
1: <laughs>
2: I want to know if we have a preserved shark in a fucking tank.
1: So, Sorry. Between the last episode and this, it's been my birthday... I've gotten extra tattoos, as I told you all. You can go see them at Braden5ash on Instagram, B-R-O-I-D-O number 5-A-S-H. Pretty cool. If all of you remember back to that episode where I talked about Okiku, the maiden who looked after the plates, I got her tattooed on me. Mm-hmm. And I also got a frog, much like the Loveland Frogman tattooed on the back of my arm.
2: And there's like a little petal next to his little frog, and it looks like a little heart, so yeah. it's like a little little heart for little frogman. Little, yeah, little, little.
1: very cute. It was, an, it was completely accidental that that petal looked like a heart, by the way. but Or was it I, fate? Yeah, I think so. I believe in such things. Um, Well, gee whiz, babe. What are we talking about today?
2: I don't know anymore. i have had six hours sleep. A motherfucker's tired. Okay, so I'm talking about pretty... Pretty groovy place in Sydney. What are you talking about? I was gonna talk about an urban legend from Japan. But then I realized No, upon research, it wasn't actually from Japan.
1: Where was it from?
2: Uh like one of those um scary story sites.
1: Oh, okay, so it wasn't real.
2: <laughs> no, but they were like a Japanese urban legend. I oh. was like fucking sick. In like the top five most like scariest urban legends. I was like,
1: Where was it actually from, the
2: Some kid made it up on the internet.
1: <laughs> that's um, 95% of our stories. <laughs> <Because> no,
2: <further. laughs> this was like legit, just like, so this is a popular thing made up by this person. I was like, I wanted to get scared. Yeah. still scary, but it's just not real.
1: I'm talking about a uh, haunted object. I will uh, get into that. Do you want to go first?
2: I think that's probably best. mm. I thought this would be really fitting to do because of the current state that 2020 has left the world. Yep. I'm doing mine on a quarantine station in Sydney. Cool. It's called the Q station, short for quarantine station. (laughs) Very inventive. If you you didn't put two and two together.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very inventive.
2: (laughs) Well, we are Australian. So, um, it's actually called the North Head Quarantine Station. It is heritage listed uh, in New South Wales. I'm so tired. It's okay. So, it's on the north side of the Sydney Harbour towards Manly. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, The buildings and the site were added to the Heritage Heritage Register on the 2nd of April, 1999. And then the entire 277 hectare or 680 acre North Head site, including the quarantine station and associated buildings and facilities, um, were all added to the Australian National Heritage List on the 12th of May. 2006, that was just 14 years ago. There was, let me just like rattle off a few buildings that were at this place.
1: Give me some buildings. A morgue. Okay. Good start.
2: Uh, A ward.
1: A ward is always a good start. A ward, not award, but A ward. The A ward.
2: Just A ward. Like A ward.
1: Okay. A ward. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not a B ward, it's just a ward. It's just a ward. Okay.
2: I just thought it sounded like I was saying award.
1: Oh, yeah, you know that's what right. I mean? There's an award there.
2: <laughs> wow, what for? Sick people?
1: Yeah, <laughs> most fully sick people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't be spitting jokes like that at me right now.
1: <laughs> I think the bar is very low for my comedy. <laughs> I like this. This is the easiest audience to uh, make jokes for. A very delusional Belinda.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I have a super-duper, by the way. Okay. Um, what else was that? There was uh, the Grave Diggers' place. Grave Diggers! <laughs> there was the Grave Diggers' house. Um, and obviously the, the place where they would hold everyone for quarantine. Guess what it is now? What? This place... Is a is a really nice little hotel oh, with no. a restaurant, a little function space. Wow! And it holds um ghost tours.
1: Of course it does. Of course
2: it does. And guess how much a room is for one night for two adults?
1: An arm and a leg. <laughs> is it really expensive? Three
2: hundred nineteen dollars. Mm. Oh. Cheap. Mm. Let's go. <laughs> that doesn't include the tour or anything, though. Oh, okay. That's just for you to sleep in the bed where someone probably had sex before you did.
1: You <laughs> I thought you were to say died, and I'm like, well... now they've updated the bedding for yeah, sure, I, I right? Yeah, I was hoping.
2: So, let me just... They've
1: got you sleeping in, in, <laughs> in liquid coffins of formaldehyde. <laughs> 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 no. Just like them damn sharks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Your roommate's a shark. <laughs> <laughs> a little shark roommate, it, <laughs> 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 That's the music he's playing all the time. it, I'm <laughs> so glad <laughs> you didn't <laughs> start singing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Daddy shark
2: oh, baby shark, doo doo. No, that's his ringtone.
1: Oh, point is losing it. She's <laughs> just can laughing.
2: Just imagine a great white shark with like an iPhone. It's like baby shark, doo doo <laughs> And then he's like, Oh no well, mate, just got a bike this
1: cause he's Bruce.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Is he? <laughs> okay. All right, continue with your story. Good job.
2: The um complex operated as a quarantine station from the fourteenth of August, eighteen thirty two, to the twenty ninth of February, nineteen eighty four. So, the concept behind the whole entire place, um, you know, as Australia being an island, was that they were more susceptible to shipborne diseases. So, those coming over in ships that may have had a deadly disease, they were going to spread it here. Right. <laughs> like coronavirus.
1: They should have put them in the queue station.
2: They should have done that, reinstated the Q station. All aboard Q station. Um, so yeah, so those who were thought to have an infectious disease were kept in there until they didn't they didn't have like a specific time ra- time frame just until they seemed suitable to be let out. released into yep. Australia okay F- will it freely, freely. so if they look
1: like they're sick they're not they're not leaving
2: no no no. absolutely <laughs> she fell um yeah absolutely not she they would not be leaving so they did this opened up all of the quarantine station um, in a response to the 18 to 20 18 to 29 the 1829 to 1851 cholera pandemic in europe mm. and the the um isolation and the strategic role of north head was recognized in eight um 1828 when the first vessel the bassora merchant sounds like a dinosaur boat <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: um was first quarantined at spring cove so um the the role of North Head or the Q station was reinforced by Governor Darling's Quarantine Act of 1832, which was set aside the whole, sorry, which set aside the whole of the North Head for quarantine purposes. And that was, in, that was because of the cholera pandemic. Yeah, yeah right. So there was also instated um, if that's the right word to use, for like the diseases of scarlet fever, typhoid, the Spanish flu, and even the plague.
1: Getting all of them over here.
2: Yeah, they were like, none of that. No, no. Well,
1: especially if rats and stuff come over on exactly. the ships. I mean, they're
2: coming over on ships, exactly. So.
1: I think that's how rats got here to begin with. Like, rats aren't native to Australia, is that right?
2: I cannot tell you.
1: Now they're everywhere.
2: I didn't even know there was a shark soaking in formaldehyde. (laughs) It had been there since the 80s. Like, come on. The fucking
1: episode title has to be formaldehyde shark, and it's not going to have anything else to do with the actual stories we're talking about.
2: No. I mean, it's still a story I I I talked about. It's still a story I talked about. Fuck me, Dad. Okay. (laughs) Let me finish. Okay. This won't take long, I think. So, between... The 1830s and 1980s, nearly 16,000 people quarantined there. 16,000. Jesus,
1: that's a lot of people.
2: There's like a trillion people here.
1: And how many people died?
2: Six, or close to 600 people died at the Q station. But they say some of their spirits have never
1: left. Oh. That's a lot of death to happen in such a small location.
2: It really is when you think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, the original buildings that still stand are said to house an array of spirits. With hundreds of spooky encounters documented over more than a century. Ooh. So, the classic, you know, objects being moved without any explanation. Guests taking pictures and there was apparitions in the pictures. Cool. Um people have been reported seeing ghostly figures, and that's even by the staff and the park rangers. Um, people have become suddenly unwell when visiting, and I doubt that everyone's been getting pregnant. So (laughs) I think it was, like, you know, a spirit. Um. Obviously. I'm so tired. I'm so fucking tired. (laughs) Um. So, there's been a lot of the ghostly figures in the deserted former hospital wards. Like I was saying before, because there's a ward or wards. And the most common specters include a formidable hospital matron, several nurses, um, particularly a Chinese man with a long ponytail and a girl with blonde plaits who holds the hands of unsuspecting tourists.
1: Oh, that's nice. That's
2: all right, isn't it?
1: A little Until bit of you romance find and love. Out about
2: how there was a girl strangled to death in the gravedigger's house in the bathroom. never mind <laughs> who knows that might be the girl, but they say when you walk into that room, you will feel a presence uh, yeah, and I'm there's sorry. also a barn there that like people would die in where. The room itself is just heavy. The atmosphere in the room is heavy.
1: Ooh. Mm. A formidable, thick air. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This air is thick.
2: Thick, boy.
1: With three C's.
2: But apparently the creepiest resident spirit is a mortician in a top hat. Oh. Who they've nicknamed as Mr. Slimy. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? Um, I don't know, but he patrols the grounds at night. It's believed that he also is responsible for disturbances within the on-site morgue, where the morgue doors just open by themselves.
1: Oh, no. And they
2: opened by themselves so regularly that the staff had to put locks on the doors oh, to stop no. them from opening all the time.
1: That's effed.
2: That's fucked. <laughs> Babe, just say that's absolutely fucked.
1: That's not good.
2: Nobody's not good. Mr. Slimy's out opening Mr. The doors. Mr. Slimy out here just like, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if that was his real laugh, obviously.
1: Maybe. I didn't even know there was a shark Maybe, Mr.
2: <laughs> Talk about shark tank maybe
1: Mr. Slimy's slimy because he's been in formaldehyde.
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe. There's like an on site oh. cemetery and everything. Wow. They have gravestones. Wow. Oh wow. <laughs> they have gravestones in um like a little museum part of the place. Nice. Of people like just, you know, take their headstone, just pop it in a museum.
1: Chilling out.
2: And then they wonder why they're so haunted. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Picking up stones.
2: Um what else? Apparently another focal point is the shower block where light bulbs unexpectedly pop. Oh. Regularly, though.
1: You know how hot those fucking things are when they explode? If that shit goes on your skin, oof.
2: But think about it. What do ghosts need to, like, um... A shower. <laughs> they probably do. <laughs> I mean, they're centuries old. But, you know, what do they... They need some type of energy to mm. make themselves present. Yeah. And what was the... Oh, I f- fucking forgot what place I was talking about, where they um, they put up... They set up a whole different set of, like, energy sources. Do you remember the place I'm talking about? I can't it remember was a the boys, exact place. boys' school or something. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Where they set up, like, a whole bunch of things, and the... The ghost was drawing from um, fire. Yeah. So maybe there's a particular spirit that draws from the light bulbs. Mm,
1: there we go. I mean, electricity in its rawest form is, uh, you know, energy.
2: hmm Exactly. Was it a heat lamp? That, that, whatever. It was something to do with heat. Whatever. So... According to 9.com.au, where I got most of my facts, and of course Wikipedia as per usual, the fear factor of this place is a good 9 out of 10 (laughs) and has been tagged as one of the most haunted hotels in the country. Wow. Now, I watched a video. Now, I watched a video. Who says that? Now, I'm watching. Fucking Australians, that too. When we just go, now. You know what I mean? Anyway. Now watch this video on YouTube by Renz Bulseco. B-U-L-S-E-C-O. Yep. Good luck. The title of his video is Extreme Ghost Tour at Q Station Sydney. And this was uploaded two years ago. And he had quite a few experiences going from room to room during the... um. The tour? During the tour. So...
1: Did he get him on tape?
2: Well, he got a voice recording of a ghost. So there was this... The tour guide started singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star to get a reaction out of this one particular ghost. And on the audio, you hear the ghost say, You suck at singing.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> or like your singing stinks or something. Oh my god! Yeah.
2: So look up the video, what a watch troll. it. He gave me chills because he was talking about how he went to all the different rooms and how he felt in every room, and the, he also said that the um, in the grave digger's house there were known pedophiles. Oh god! Which would explain why there'd be a little girl. Yeah, that's strangled upsetting. to death there.
1: I thought when you said that there was a blonde, curly-haired...
2: Blonde, a blonde girl, plat hair. Okay. I, hair.
1: When you said girl, I assumed that she was over 18 years old, because I said, oh, wow, a little romance. I didn't realise it was a child.
2: Oh, it was a child. Okay,
1: yeah, I take that all back. That's yeah, no, disgusting. It was, a, it was a child. That poor young lady. Anyway, is anything um, else?
2: Yeah, so anyway, this guy, he was telling me about... Tell, he wasn't telling me. It is a vlog, so I mean, technically. So he was talking about how, you know, how he felt in each room. And there was one particular room he went into. I cannot remember. I'm that sleep deprived. I just... I watched the video like 10 minutes ago and I can't remember. Um, There was one room he went into and there was a particular spirit that was just hanging off him. Ugh. He felt constantly cold. He felt... Like he was being touched He You know Kept getting goosebumps He just felt this presence And the tour guide was like Yeah he'll just He'll do that Like he'll cling on to one person And if you've got good energy He's just gonna like
1: Latch it out of you Latch onto you Yeah Nasty
2: So I hope That guy um, Didn't get permanently haunted And he's doing well (laughs) (laughs) And I I hope We can go And experience some things So borders are open Let's fucking just Down there
1: Yeah Go to the queue
2: Go to the queue station and maybe... maybe Get haunted. Get a little haunted. Yeah. So that's me. I'm sorry I'm very sleep deprived. It's a very terrible episode. Um. I hope you've hey, enjoyed babe. my rantings of sharks. And <laughs> yeah. Brayden, what are you talking about
1: today? Well, oh, hey. I have quite a doozy for you today, babe. This Ooh, one's scary. Doozy. Okay. So I, I think right. it's scary I because I know what you find scary.
2: I will sleep tonight. Don't worry. I
1: think you will. I hope. So today I'm going to be discussing a haunted object which received a lot of widespread attention throughout the paranormal community when footage of it got released to the internet showing the glass cabinet it was stored in opening and closing and parts of the object itself moving. Today I'm going to be talking about the haunted ventriloquist doll head known as Mr. Fritz. Linda has left the chat. <laughs> yeah.
2: I feel like I've seen this video. I think
1: you may have. Yeah, it was pretty widespread. So, uh, before I get into Can Mr. I Fritz, video? I do have the video at the end of this, as I'll, uh, I'll okay. get
2: to it in a second. Okay, so I, I feel like I've seen it. Anyway, yeah. keep going.
1: Let me get to uh, tell you about the origin of this odd creation. So... In World War II, between the years of 1943 and 1945, a U.S. soldier by the name of Private Billy Booth was being held captive along with some 600 other prisoners of war at a German POW camp in Poland called Stalag IIB. Probably Stalag B. <laughs> <laughs> the prisoners were forced to work grueling hours doing incredibly hard labor at a nearby farm, and such an activity obviously would have been quite crushing for them. And a lot of the soldiers, uh, obviously, fell on dark times due to the fact. I mean, you're being held prisoner, given meager rations, and forced to work all day. That's horrific. I
2: mean, it's terrible,
1: and the constant threat of death. I mean, There's that's
2: that. To carry on top of it, sprinkles mm. even.
1: That's it. A few of the soldiers, however, were doing their best to try and keep morale high to help their friends get through such a tough time, and one of those people was the aforementioned Billy Booth, who had actually been a children's entertainer before the war. Using German newspapers that he soaked in potato starch, Billy slowly managed to form together a ventriloquist dummy. Oh and used paint that he was secretly gifted by a local Polish farmer, giving the dummy its pinkish skin tone, and finally creating what is now known as Mr. Fritz.
2: Oh, God, no.
1: Yeah, I know. So Private Booth would actually entertain both his fellow prisoners and the German guards who were watching, and used to use this sort of comedic act... With Mr. Fritz to restore morale and help the soldiers get through some tough times.
2: That's nice. Yeah.
1: But unfortunately uh, for, uh, unfortunately for Private Booth, whether it was because he, he wasn't working hard enough in the eyes of his captives or because he was bringing such positivity to the camp, two weeks before the camp's liberation, he and a number of other men were taken out into a field and forced oh. to dig their own graves and oh. then they were shot and executed. No. Yeah. Could
2: you imagine that? Yeah. I mean, you're going to get murdered. Don't call it execution. You're just fucking murdering them. Exactly. And then you've got to dig your own grave. Oh, Mm. honey. Uh,
1: Mr. Fritz lived on, however, and upon the liberation of the camp, he was taken back to Private Booth's family to serve as a reminder that even in the darkest hours, their son was brave enough to bring light and positivity to his brothers-in-arms.
2: That's sweet. A true hero. Absolutely.
1: So somehow, Mr. Fritz found its way to an antique store in Myrtle Beach in the United States. <laughs> How and why? haunting who knows? things
2: come from the United <laughs> States of America. I thought
1: you were to say Myrtle Beach, and I'm like, I don't think we've ever talked about a Myrtle Beach haunting. Uh, everything comes from Myrtle Beach. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I don't exactly know why Mr. Fritz was there, but I feel like what I'm about to tell you may make you realise that they would have given him away for a certain reason in particular. Fair enough. So Mr. Fritz by now had been uh, reduced down just to his lonesome head with these strings that would have once controlled his facial functions uh from within the confines of his body, sort of hanging loosely at the bottom of his neck. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. creepy. And his face is, like, at this point, not, like, destroyed or decayed, but it's, like, weathered and, like, peeling back. Like, it does not look good.
2: <laughs> Do you reckon that the um, the body used to move on its own and that's why it's now just a head?
1: Maybe. Good. Yeah,
2: maybe. They're like, maybe if we just take the the body off, it'll everything will be fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, the antique dealer who ended up stumbling upon Mr. Fritz in Myrtle Beach thought that this was such an incredible piece of memorabilia from the war and mm. immediately decided to purchase it and put it on display in a glass cabinet in his house. As you do. Alongside a bunch of other memorabilia. Well, a few weird things started occurring that gave the dealer a little bit of pause. <laughs> The dealer would come to his antique room some mornings to find the glass case of Mr. Fritz wide open. This eventually changed from some mornings to every morning. Oh, fuck. The glass cabinet would be wide open. Then things got a little weirder. When the dealer would check on Mr. Fritz, his facial features would be jumbled into different positions in the morning. He started locking it. He unlocked. No one else worked there? Just his private collection is him. Oh. He started taping the door shut. The tape would be peeled back. Mr. Fritz wanted to be out of there. That was more than enough for the dealer. He decided to put Mr. Fritz in his garden shed because he was so terrified of what might occur next. And, well, what did occur next...
2: Don't tell me it ended up back inside. Was
1: that the dealer's children would be playing in the backyard while this thing was in the garden shed, and they would hear giggling coming from the shed where he was stored. No one in the family ever dared going near that shed anymore because that was Mr. Fritz's home.
2: Burn it
1: down. (laughs) Yeah. No. So skip ahead a little bit of time, and the dealer is working at a show, sort of showcasing memorabilia, selling pieces, etc., etc. He comes across a curio collector at the show who is showing off all sorts of oddities and eccentricities from around the world, uh, like shrunken heads, handcuffs of Houdini, swords and axes used in real-world executions. This guy, you know the dealer thought would be perfect for the ownership of Mr. Fritz. Yeah, of course, he sounds
2: like the perfect candidate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and after a small pitch, the doll was taken off the hands of the regular collector and put into the hands of the curio collector, who is known as Michael Diamond. And as soon as Mr. Diamond and Mr. Fritz got home to the UK and put him on display in his freak room, which is what he calls it, the exact same thing started happening in his house. The doors would open, things would move. And the difference between Michael Diamond and The Last Collector is that Michael decided to set up a GoPro to record what exactly was happening at night to Mm -hmm. really sort of get an idea that's Belinda, what supposed to do. Live on air, I would like to pull up yeah. a video of Fritzy, the yeah. puppet thing, moving.
2: Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. I've I've seen this.
1: So, Mr. Fritz is inside his box. It is what appears to be 3.30 in the morning, the witching hour. And let's see what happens. The box is slowly opening.
2: The following night he captured something terrifying. It says on the screen. I um I remember watching this though and I thought nah surely this isn't real.
1: Apparently it is. This is real. So they say. Mr. Fritz Sitting lifeless in a box. His head...
2: Oh, oh, his eyes. His oh, eyes open. Oh, and then the door. The door no, no, opens. No. And it's like orbs going everywhere.
1: Orbs open. Orbs going everywhere. His eyes close. His gross lips are just like... Right,
2: it looks like Botox gone wrong.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, his mouth is just like moving. But
2: like the string move. Did you see that?
1: Yeah. Is it happening so again? creepy. Probably. Oh! Yep, oh, he's chatting. See? See how
2: the string moves, though? Yeah. The door's even wider open.
1: There's lots of shit going on here. I think the reflection in the
2: door scares me oh, more than, yeah, like, the Oh, yeah, it's creepy
1: because it's looking at you and not... Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, maybe that's the intention. Ugh. Oh, that maybe. <laughs> Take a closer look. What?
1: Watch. At his eyes and mouth. And now it's showing a close-up of Mr. Fritz and his eyes and mouth moving on their own. You can easily look this video up. Just search Mr. Fritz moving.
2: It'll literally just pop up for you.
1: It's everywhere. You don't like it? Oh, his lips snap shut.
2: That's the noise I would make for that. For that movement.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ah. Anyway, what do you think of that?
2: It's the um it's the reflection in the door for me. Like that that gets me cuz yeah, you're right. It looks as if the um the he's looking at you through the through okay. the glass and into the GoPro like
1: Could you imagine just I'm, I'm standing letting... in front of him and staring into his eyes while no. he chaps his beautiful lips at you.
2: No, he looks like he needs some chapstick too. <laughs> like fuck me.
1: That boy needs some milk. a <laughs> <laughs> whole fucking body. Yeah.
2: You know what? There's a reason why his body was taken away. So. Because
1: he moved around.
2: I'd be surprised. I would not be surprised if it's the spirit of um old mate. Billy Booth. Billy Booth.
1: Mm, potentially living on in his
2: uh in his creation
1: creation forever and maybe the laughter is the laughter that he uh put into all of his comedy acts maybe you never know and that's about all we have time for today that's my story that is
2: all the energy i've got left
1: yeah so let's uh get heading to bed if you want to follow us on instagram facebook on youtube you can just search us what right? you mean a you com? All, yeah dot com you can also go to our website you mean com, where you can find all of our links our shows our episodes yep. all the above about us etc etc and you can even submit your own stories yep for us to discuss on the show
2: yeah
1: it's been a fun one we'll be back next week hope you're all having a great december
2: And I promise I will get better sleeps.
1: Good, good. Don't forget, everybody.
2: Exercise regularly and sleep eight hours.
0: Good night. Hold up.